In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the Internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. Good morning. Good Monday morning to you. This is Brad Furlan, your host on Vermont Viewpoint here at WDEV in Waterbury, Vermont. A beautiful morning driving from St. Albans, uh, the the red sky over the mountains, uh, camel's hump and all of that. It was just spectacular. Definitely a cold weekend. Uh, this morning I went out and fed the sheep as I always do. They were glad to see me and we have heated water buckets in the barn. So that helps a lot. I bring out about, uh, I don't know, a few gallons, uh, morning and night and, uh, they, they're pretty content, but they're not going too far away from the barn, even with their nice wool sweaters. Uh, so we have a really great show today. I'm so excited. Uh, we will be uh, beginning with uh, Vermont State Troopers, Michelle Archer and Keith Cody, who uh, were involved in a historic rescue uh, back on December 17th. We'll walk all, the, all through that and... Uh, Find out what was going through these troopers' heads as they were saving uh, somebody's lives. Then at 10 o'clock, Taryn Noel is joining me with uh, John Gailmore. Talk about a new release uh, that they've got and uh, about the music scene in Vermont. Uh, both uh, John Gailmore, a longtime musician in uh, Vermont, and uh, Taryn is actor. She's... Uh, She's singer. She's she's all all of those things. So part of WDEV history is music, and uh, it'll be great talking with them. Uh, so now I want to uh, welcome to the show Vermont State Troopers Michelle Archer and Keith Cody. Welcome. Yes, thank you. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning uh, to you, Trooper Cody, on the phone, and I've got. Uh, Trooper Archer here uh, in studio with me. So um, I'm going to start with with you, Trooper Archer. Uh, you've been in uh, with the Vermont State Police for six years. Um, what was sort of the motivation? Uh, were you do you have an influence of police work and family, or were there role models for this? Yeah, actually, uh, there's nobody in my family that did law enforcement before this. Um, I went to college out in Colorado. My family is back in New England, so I came back. And I started working at Smuggler's Notch Resort in their human resources department and quickly found that kind of sitting at a desk all day wasn't really my thing. Right. So, so I kind of started Googling stuff and just happened to land on VSP. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then went to the academy. Yep, that's right. I started 2018, went to the academy in January. Yep. And how was that? It was an experience for me. Like I said, I didn't have any experience in that type of, you know, programming, we'll say. And um, so it was, it was shocking, but um, it's when you finish it, it's bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. And because you probably build up a lot of camaraderie with, with yeah. everybody you're working with. Yep, absolutely. And had you fired a gun before? 
Yeah, that I have done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I grew up kind of shooting and hunting, so I at least had that under my belt. All right, and you're a skier, I'm gathering. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. All the Vermont things that yeah, we love. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, Trooper Cody, how about you? How, how long have you been w- with the Vermont State Police? Sure. So, I joined the Vermont State Police in uh, 20, April of 2021. And then uh, prior to that, I was with the St. Albans Police Department, um, where I started in 2012. Okay, so I'm from St. Albans, and we don't know each other, so I guess that's a good thing, right? (laughs) I would say that's a good thing. (laughs) So um, had you gone to the academy as well in Vermont? Yes, yep. So I went through the the full-time academy in uh, 2012. Where I, and then I worked for the St. Albans Police Department, you know, like I said, for almost nine years. And then in 2021, I, uh, I was, um, uh, excited and I was able to join the Vermont State Police. And I just had to go through, uh, the three week, what we refer to as pre basic, uh, for troopers. Great. Great. So, uh, Trooper Archer on December 17th, it's morning. You're, you're on duty, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, in your cruiser. Yep. And what happens? What what comes through on the radio? So um, on that day, I actually happened to look at our computer screen and I saw the call on our computer before anything was aired over the radio. Um, and then I got a call from our dispatch saying kind of what was going on. Um, so that's how I first learned about the call. And then you you have like a GPS location when you get a call like this and yeah so there's there's a cool there's a button on our screen and it pulls up a map of where the call is coming from and then what <laughs> so I I looked at it and I I realized that, you know I didn't recognize the name of the road so that's why I clicked on it and I was you know right down the road um, it was right off of Route 15 basically and I had just passed the side street. So how much area, geographic area, do you cover on a normal shift? How far away are you from the spot any given day? So um, we cover, I think, in Williston, 12 or 13 towns and, you know, 40 miles of interstate. So um, that day, I believe I was assigned. So that area is broken up into three or four, depending on how many troopers are on. Um, So Keith and I are typically assigned out in Lamoille County. So um, we cover all the way out to Eden, Elmore, um, Belvedere, kind of that 118, 109 loop out there. So you could have been an hour away. Yeah, very possible. It's it's really not uncommon for Keith and I to hit, you know, one of the towns and patrol it together. So we could have been out, out in Eden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Trooper Cody, where where were you when the call came through? Uh, like Michelle, I happen to be in Cambridge, uh, right down in Cambridge Village, so not too far from from the where the call came in. Now, is there any correlation to the Cambridge Market and all the good food they have in there that you, <laughs> you guys were there? Uh, not on this morning, but a little plug here. I agree with you. The Cambridge Village Market is a fantastic um, little uh, country general store, and their food and their owners and their staff are fantastic people. So. Yeah, they've been my guests, and they're, it's an amazing story there, the, what they endured with the, with the yeah. uh, flooding and all that. Yeah. 
So, uh, Trooper Archer, um, call comes through. You're five minutes away approximately. Tell us what happened next. Yeah, so I arrived on scene. I pulled up this long driveway, and um, the pond was to the left of me. Um, the homeowner who called us originally came out, and, you know, she had – a flotation device that she was going to try to use and a couple other things. And she pointed to the pond and said, you know, she's still in there. She's wearing a pink jacket. And at that point I saw that bright pink jacket in the pond. So she was on the surface somewhat at that point. Yeah. Um, after I watched the video again, I didn't notice it at the time, but it did look like she was face up, which was miraculous in itself. Um, it did look like her, her face was underwater, but she was, you know, certain parts of her body was still floating on top. Yeah. And then, so you uh, jumped out of your car and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not a whole lot was running through my mind. It was more just kind of taking action. We're issued uh, throw ropes by the department. So I grabbed that. As I pulled up on scene, I heard Trooper Cody was, you know, only minutes behind me. So I was like, I knew he'd be there soon. And throw rope, was that a, is a throw rope for, for any kind of rescue, not necessarily water? Um, it's typically for water. It's, um, you know, a bag. The rope is just all coiled up in there, so you're able to throw that bag. The rope uncoils as you hold on to one end of it, and then you can pull people, you know, through the water if need be. So my old Boy Scout days, it was something like uh, reach, throw, row, go. but. Yeah. You, you went pretty quickly to go, didn't you? <laughs> I, I, it feels like it. Like I said, I wasn't quite thinking through the steps. But, um, so yeah, so I grabbed that rope. I dropped my duty belt because I knew that would weigh me down if, you know, I was over my head, which I ended up being. Um, unraveled that rope and, and just started walking in. And you had your normal footwear on, too? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you told me off air that you – have a swimming background. Mm-hmm. So water, you weren't afraid of the water. Uh, yeah, not one not one point did it cross my mind that I wouldn't be able to swim if I needed to. So the video has been seen uh, like 800,000 times, uh, yeah. which means almost every Vermonter theoretically could have seen it. Um, yet what struck me is even running from your car to where you launched into the water was a little bit of an endurance sport as well, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, after I watched my video, I noticed my breathing, and I'm sure it was, you know, adrenaline and everything else, but um, I was breathing heavier than I thought I would be at that point. And so um, Trooper Cody, uh, when did you arrive? What What were you – scene with uh, Trooper Archer when when you got there? Sure. So I arrived um, as Trooper Archer was exiting the water with the little girl. Um, so I exited my car and I hollered to, to Michelle. You know, I wasn't sure if there was any other children in the pond at that point. Um, I, I also dropped my duty belt as soon as I exited my cruiser. Uh, and Trooper Archer was uh, yelling back at me that it was the only one child and that the uh, the child she had pulled from the water was, was making some noises, which was a good sign, um, because I could tell that, you know, Trooper Archer had just exited the water, you know, the, the ice-covered water, and then it was just above freezing that day. I, 
I sprinted around um, to where she was, and uh, fortunately the ambulance has had just arrived as well. So I just I uh, picked the child up and and ran her around the pond to to the ambulance. So notably, uh, Trooper Cody, I don't know if you're a dad or not, but in the video you are talking like a dad, uh, yeah. comforting the child. Uh, yep. That was. Yeah, I am. I do. I do have a daughter of my own. So, um, you know, of course, like I've, I've said this in the past, uh, calls involving children, especially when a child is harmed are the worst calls that law enforcement will will face, in my opinion. Um, so, and of course, going through what uh, Michelle and I had gone through this summer with the, the little boy that had drowned at Smugs, we were the first two troopers on scene for that as well. Um, it was like, this we're, this isn't going to happen again. So, Wow, I didn't know that. That's That's quite amazing. We're talking this morning with Vermont State Trooper Michelle Archer and Keith Cody. I want to read something in the core values of the uh, Vermont State Police. It is courage. And in the core values, it says, Troopers will have the inner strength to face danger and conflict while making difficult decisions under stress and pressure. Courage. Well, uh Troopers Archer and Cody Courage, uh, it's a, it's a, a fitting word for both of you. Uh, so Trooper Archer, you get to the water, you take off your utility belt, which is, I assume your gun and all mm-hmm. of your stuff. Yep. And then you hit the water. What, mm-hmm. what, what was, did you even know it was cold or what was, what was the reaction? Uh, I didn't notice it at the time. Um, I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have seen the video now. When I rewatched it, I noticed my breathing changed as I, you know, got maybe waist deep. And that's kind of when I noticed that it actually was cold. But in the moment, I, I couldn't really feel it. So a lot of adrenaline. Yep. And when you're in the water and you, and you actually had to start swimming, is that right? Mm-hmm. So could you see the the little girl when, when, when you're sort of moving through the water? Um. I could just, I couldn't see her face at that point, if I recall correctly. Um, uh, I could just see, you know, her head and her hair was facing me. So I just grabbed a hold and then started swimming back. And started swimming back. Had you had any training in, you know, life-saving or, or, or that kind of thing? Or was this just you as a person doing what you had to do? I think it was a little bit of both, um, like you and I discussed a little bit before. Um, our training in the academy, I don't think is specific to maybe this type of rescue, but the training we do get is so diverse that I think it can be applied to a multitude of different scenarios. And I think that's why we train like that, because you just never know exactly what we're going to run into. Yeah, well, it's it's so remarkable that you were a swimmer, you were five minutes away, mm-hmm. uh, that Tell us about you off air. You told me about the neighbor wasn't even supposed to be around. Is that right? Yeah. So I had learned afterwards that um, she was scheduled to be out to breakfast, I think, um, that morning. And she had stayed behind to pack some things, I think, on a, on a trip she had coming up or something like that. So the fact that she was, wasn't supposed to be there but was, the fact that 
Trooper Cody and I were just minutes away, um, you know, the homeowner, that she could hear those cries from the pond. It's, it's, it's amazing that everything aligned just as it did. And um, this girl was eight years old, right? And then the, the other girl was six, five I, or six? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So Trooper Cody, you're watching all this. You head right over as uh, Trooper Archer is, is bringing the girl out of the water. Um, in the video, it shows you hoisting the girl into your arms. And then and then what happens? Yeah, so then I, I hoist her into my arms, and I just run her around the pond to the ambulance. Um, I think, you know, I'm not sure that I – well, I, I do recall doing this. I'm not sure I recall doing it as, as many times as I did, but I reminded Trooper Archer, uh, you know, it only takes takes minutes, sometimes seconds, for hypothermia to kick in. So I reminded Trooper Archer of the importance of taking care of herself at this point. Um, you know, priority of life always always goes, you know, the victim, then the trooper. So we, we had the, the victim um as well as we could at that point in the ambulance, which was the best place for her to be and on her way to the hospital. So then it kind of turned to Trooper Archer and being as cold as it was. And, uh, you know, I knew she was soaking wet and, you know, with our, our kind of heavy wool uniforms and our undergarments and our, our uh, ballistic vests that we wear daily, uh, it wouldn't take long for hypothermia to set in on Trooper Archer. So I reminded her to get, get out of uh, her wet clothes and get changed and get in where it was warm. And then, I kind of, because two girls had fallen in, I then turned my attention to the second girl to try to find her and make sure she was doing okay. Okay. And and where was the second girl at that point? Sure. So the second girl had been taken um, inside to an adjacent um, house next to the property owner of the pond. Um, and she was inside there with an adult who was uh, trying to get her warm. Uh-huh. So, Trooper Archer, um, how did you get warm? Do you have blankets or a change of clothes? And Yeah, uh, Trooper Cody and I are actually both part of our search and rescue team. So I carry all my gear in my car, including, you know, my jackets, my clothes, and all my layers. So um, I was able to change into all that stuff, all dry, warm clothes, right on the scene. And does that take you off, both of you, off duty in incident like this? What what happens next? Uh, yeah, we uh, we our sergeant was on scene. You know, he gave us the opportunity to go home, get some fresh clothes on, and um, Trooper Cody and I actually met again afterwards, um, and you know, just kind of talked through it with a couple other members of VSP. And then there's uh, reports to write and all of that. And, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And when did you did did either of you or both of you um, have future contact with the little girl um, or both of the girls? Uh, so we haven't yet. I am. You know, we left that totally up to them and the little girl if she wanted to meet us. So I think it will be in the near future. Um, that is, is from what I hear. But I think it will be um, a nice reunion to have. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Trooper Cody, um, you're, I, I want to just revisit, um, what you said about, uh, reminding Trooper Archer to take care of herself. The, the teamwork is, is so notable, the, the care for each other when you're, when you're dealing, you know, helping others. So, uh, can you just tell us a little more about that? Um, yeah, sure. So, 
Um, you know, you've heard the adage, you know, when you're a police officer, no matter of the, the uniform that you wear, um, we all are, you know, brothers and sisters. We go through a lot of, um, from our academy days to our trainings to calls for service that we have to see on a daily basis, um, aren't things that the general public necessarily the majority of the general public has to see and deal with. And we lean on each other a lot for these things. And, and we do build like this um, family-like relationship with, with our coworkers. Um, And so it just totally just didn't hesitate, you know, Michelle, as if she was a actual blood relative of mine, um, just kind of focusing, focusing on that. Well, it's an amazing kinship really. And, and necessary, I would think. Is that, is that right? uh, Trooper Archer? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there are many times that Trooper Cody and I are the only ones working out in Lamoille County. So, um, there were our, you know, lifeline, life support, basically. So, um, like he said, uh, that relationship is very strong and, you know, I'm very happy to work with Trooper Cody out there and trust him a hundred percent on anything. We are uh, talking this morning with Vermont State Troopers Michelle Archer and uh, Trooper Keith Cody. They were involved in a heroic rescue of an eight-year-old girl uh, from Cambridge. Uh, and if you haven't seen the uh, footage of the rescue from the uh, the uh, camera on uh, Trooper Archer, um, check it out. It, it brings tears to your eyes. We're, we're going to be joined in the next segment, uh, by, uh, Lieutenant Corey Lozier, who's head of the Williston, uh, barracks and, uh, talk more about the rescue and his impression of this. Uh, and if you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 802-244-1777. Um, Trooper Archer, we, we have, um, maybe a minute and a half before the break. Um, did you, after the fact, was there, was there, did you go, oh my God, I don't even know what happened kind of thing? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I thought about that as Trooper Cody reminded me, you know, to change my clothes out never crossed my mind. So I was, I think, kind of still a little bit in awe about what happened. So um, the fact that he was there to remind me of that stuff was something I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah, amazing. Are you guys, uh, I hate to even ask this, it sounds funny, but uh, are you asked to do the, the, the penguin plunges now? Or <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking with uh, uh, Trooper Michelle Archer and Trooper Keith Cody. Uh, we'll be talking in a, in a few moments with their lieutenant from Williston, but I want to go to the phone lines. Uh, we have a call from Phil in Delray Beach, Florida. We've got a pretty good signal here at WDEV, Phil. Oh, I love it. I listen to you guys every day, believe me. Nice. I'm and, just calling in because I want to keep a bunch of praise on the two uh, police, Vermont State Troopers, and I just think uh, I've seen it on so many different, uh, all the networks. I've seen it on, uh, like, ET tonight, and that just makes me so proud. I lived in Vermont for 74 years, and I just love Vermont, but I'm down here in uh, Florida now. Um, it's just 
amazing, and I just have so much uh, love and respect to these people. So just keep it up. I'm very proud of you, and I'm proud of your station too, sir. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for the call, Phil. And uh, I'm sure both uh, troopers appreciate you calling in, longtime Vermonter. Uh, I want to welcome uh, to the show now uh, Lieutenant Lozier, uh, Williston uh, Commander. Welcome, welcome to Vermont Viewpoint. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for having us. Yeah, great to have you. So um, this is like the where were you on on the the night of uh, where w- when did you first hear about um, what was happening with the rescue and 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 what were your impressions? Uh, it was on a weekend, so actually I got a call about about an hour after it it occurred. Yep, and uh, you you obviously you're in command of these two troopers. Correct. Yeah. Was, were, was it any surprise to you, uh, about their actions? Um, I guess it's cliche, but, uh, no, not at all. Both, uh, troopers Cody and Archer, uh, work out in the Lamoille area. Uh, they depend heavily on each other. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not surprised at all on their heroic actions on that day. So I was really impressed by, um, the, the fact that the, the state police cars are equipped with everything, really. You're, you're just, you're a mobile unit, uh, and, and the training that everyone gets. Is there ongoing, um, training, Lieutenant, or once you're a trooper, you're, you just, you're out and doing the work? Well, Vermont does a very good job at equipping us with everything we might need. Um, Vermont's very rural. And in this, in this case, you know, troopers are going to be out, um, in rural areas and are going to need the equipment that they need at this, you know, in a timely manner. But yes, as far as training, um, we receive a lot of training and our training never stops. We continue training every year. I I want to return to uh, Trooper Archer for a minute. Um, Off air, we were talking about sort of what happened after the incident. You and um, Trooper Cody met up again, but you also received assistance from, from the, the state police force as well. Yeah, that's right. So, um, we have a team called the members assistance team and, um, any of the troops can join. And, uh, when trooper Cody and I met afterwards, a member of that team was with us. So they're just another, uh, avenue of support, um, you know, to talk through things. And if we need anything further, there's somebody we can reach out to to get maybe some different resources. Yeah. Um, so we're talking this morning with uh, Trooper Michelle Archer and Trooper Keith Cody, who were involved in a historic uh, rescue in Cambridge, Vermont. Um, I'm not sure. Do we uh, look at my producer? Do we still have Lieutenant on the on the line? Yes, I'm here. Okay, great, great. Um, so. The, uh, how, how many troopers are, are out of Williston that, that you oversee? Uh, right around 17. 17. Troopers and, troopers and sergeants. Correct. Oh, yep. Yeah. And, um, recruitment, can you just tell us a little bit about that? You know, you, I assume you're always looking for, for additional troopers to, to join you. Uh, we are, um, you know, in the past four or five years, Recruiting into law enforcement has been very challenging. 
and not just in Vermont, uh, nationwide. Um, but we never stop recruiting. Um, we have up this year, you know, we have a new $5,000 sign-on bonus. You know, starting pay is roughly 69000 Um So we're doing, we're doing everything we can to get people interested and men and women in the door to uh, be Vermont State Troopers. And does uh, an event like this um, sort of up the interest in the Vermont State Police? Are people going, hey, I want to be like Michelle Archer and I want to be like Keith Cody? I believe it does. I mean, uh, watching the video, um, depending on no matter who you are, I mean, it hits home. Um, you know, two young troopers res- uh, rescuing a young girl and saving her life. Um, you know, people, men and women in law enforcement, and especially Vermont State Troopers, do extraordinary things all the time. And it's just, we'll take, um, I guess we'll take advantage of this being captured on camera and with the positive outcome. Yeah. Um, so if somebody is interested in becoming a trooper, what do they do? How do they get in contact with, with you or, or get into the process? Well, we've increased our social media output. Um, we have a website. Um, it's, it's really, it's more easier today than it has been in years past. Um, a lot of information is on our website. And, and like I said, um, we are posting on social media as, as much as we can because that's how most people and younger generations are getting their information. And so they, if somebody signs up, then they, they have to go to the academy and, 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 and get through that. And, uh, Trooper Archer was saying that it was sounded rigorous, but, uh, certainly, uh, an accomplishment, um, to, to get through it. So that's the process to begin with or? Correct. Yeah, it's a process, but it, you know, and it can be challenging. Um, but it, you know, the reward is at the end. Um, you know, several weeks in the academy and through our pre and post basic. Um, but the reward is that you're at the end, you're a Vermont State Trooper. And it's a very exciting career that changes every single day. So as I think Trooper Archer spoke of earlier, um, stuck in a cubicle, um, every, every, we don't know what we're going to encounter each shift. So that is what is appealing to law enforcement. Uh, well, we certainly have tremendous respect for Vermont State Troopers and everything you do um, day in, day out. This this event got a lot of publicity, but I, you know, I think what you said is is telling that um, th- on a daily um, basis, y- your troopers are out doing heroic stuff. It just doesn't always get the limelight that this gets. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. Um, including, you know, rescue of all kinds, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, you, you never know what we're going to have to respond to. I mean, just about a year and a half ago, uh, three troopers out of the Wilson barracks uh, had to forcefully remove um, a person out of a fully engulfed vehicle on the interstate. Um, and here we are, you know, a year and a half later, and... Trooper Archer and Trooper Cody are making um, this kind of rescue. So um, you just never know what you're going to get. Um, but that is, a, that is the good things about being a trooper. 
Yeah, so um, Trooper Archer, uh, we'll just return to this event because it's just so amazing. Was there any moment in time that you you just felt danger or were you just so focused that you just were doing it? There was um, at one point during that call, like I said before, I wasn't thinking step by step at that point. I was just, you know, acting. There was one point. If you watch the video, you can see me move this sheet of ice kind of out of the way. And at that, that was the one point where I thought, you know, this could go bad. But, mm. um, again, I knew Trooper Cody was right behind me, so and it was something that had to be done. So I just kept going. So Trooper Cody, um, it's just it's a miracle that both of you were so close to this incident. You had removed your utility belt. Were you ready for the plunge, too, if needed? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, cause you, at one point there was um, uh, either a radio transmission or a case, or case note, um, you know, that multiple children had more than one child had fallen into the water. And um, even though... You know, might get dispatched or might get put over the air that one of the one of the children are out safe and only one is in the water. You you just never know um, because it kind of turns into that that game of telephone and because you know somebody has to call nine one one and then the nine one one call goes to a dispatcher and then the dispatcher relays the information to us um, and so always go. I was I was planned that there was going to be more than one uh, one child in the water. Uh huh. And you'd mentioned that. Uh Cambridge Ambulance had showed up to uh, Trooper Cody. What was um, – was that sort of miraculous too that they got there that quickly? So I, this, this is what I will say is um, over the past um, few years, uh, Cambridge wasn't alone in this, but there was a, there was a real struggle with getting um, folks – to come and work for the for the ambulance service, whether it be volunteers, whether it be professional, um, and right now the town of Cambridge has really put an emphasis on their public safety, and they have recruited and hired some incredible EMTs, AEMTs, and paramedics. And it just so happened on that Sunday, um, you know, there were two incredible paramedics working. So they, they, you know, the the medical call, the 911 call, of course, went to them as well. And, you know, being that they're fully staffed, they were in the, they were in the, uh, uh, the, the ambulance bay ready to roll, and and they showed up almost simultaneously with uh, with me. That is remarkable. Talking with Vermont State Trooper Michelle Archer and Trooper Keith Cody and their commander uh, Corey Lozier. Uh, was there uh, medical attention to you, Michelle, as well, um, or or did you sort of feel like changing and and getting dry would be the? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> it was there if needed. Um, I didn't feel like it, I needed it, but I've been to, you know, a couple different calls where they're always offering if if need be for us. So maybe hot chocolate therapy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was something. Um, so any uh, trooper archer, any any sort of reflections? You, is this sort of in in your mind a lot, or are you just you're, you're back to business and you're you're being a trooper each day? How, how does that work? 
Uh, Trooper Cody and I have discussed this before. Um, you know, we do have a job to do after the fact. Um, sometimes it's hard to do, but we both agree that knowing that she was okay and going to be okay because we got that call later on, uh, it makes that transition a little bit easier to go back to our day-to-day jobs. Uh, yeah, and and facing more everyday stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Which you do. Um, and uh, it was amazing what you were saying about the the area that you guys cover, the, the Cambridge area. It's it's quite quite a big um, big task. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, Lieutenant uh, Lozier, the on the recruitment, um, if I wanted to have you put more plugs in for that. Uh, what is like the age range you're looking for and, and some of the, the qualifications for that? Well, we're, well, actually, uh, we don't really have an age range. It's, it's whoever's interested. Um, some people come in and in their young twenties and some, um, decide or want to, you know, join the state police well into their thirties and forties. So we're, we're not stuck on an age requirement. Um, at all. And um, we have taken people uh, right out of college. We have taken people after other career opportunities did not work out. Um, we were open to any and all. And it's this is challenging. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's, it's very, it's a very challenging career to uh, recruit. And like I said, nationwide, but I feel like we are doing a great job in Vermont adding things each year and pushing out um, our social media and increasing our sign-on bonus and our starting pay has increased significantly over the recent years. And this, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a full-time job with health benefits and, and all of that as well, I assume. Yes, our health benefits are very good. And is it considered a 20-year career um, typically and then, and then you go longer if you want? Correct. We have a mandatory retirement age of 55. It's been bumped up to 57. Um, most people look at the 20-year mark, um, but completing 20 years of service, you're eligible um, for your retirement. Um, so if you do that prior to the age 50, um, you have to wait until you're the age 50 to start collecting your retirement, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally does. Uh we have a, uh, I'm going to go to the phone lines real quick. We have Mary from Randolph Center. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, Brad. Good morning. Good morning, troopers. I wanted to congratulate them. I believe they were the troopers that uh, saved that drowning little girl, if I'm correct. Correct, uh, yeah. But I wanted to thank you for your incredible service, uh, being out on our roadways in Vermont. Um, I bless all of you when I see you have someone pulled over or you're helping someone. Uh, my question is, do you think it would help in our drug issue here in Vermont if we had more uh, police dogs um, helping you in your service? Good question, Mary. And I'll, uh, maybe Lieutenant Lozier would like to answer that. Um, yeah, I can. Uh, we're always looking to add canine and canine handlers. Um, Again, it goes back to recruiting and staffing, but um, to answer her question very simply, um, yes. Um, in in the you know drug issues across the nation as well as in Vermont, um, 
having canines and canine handlers that are trained to detect um, would always be beneficial. So we're always looking to add more. Yeah. Okay. It seems seems like that would be a great addition. Um, these well trained dogs. Um, Trooper Archer, did you want to do a shout out to anybody that might be listening from afar? Sure. I know uh, my family has been incredibly supportive uh, through you know the past few weeks. So I know they're listening now. My parents, my sister. So I just want to shout out to them and say thank you. And uh, Trooper Cody, I. Watch the video before um, Trooper Archer got in here this morning. And, you know, I tear up and I, I teared up as a dad listening to you being, you know, so dad-like in the rescue. And, you know, it's it's just so commendable. I just want to thank you for that part. Well, thank you, Brad. I, I certainly take a lot of pride in being a father myself. And, um, yeah, I... I empathize and sympathize, and like I said, any any children that are involved in this type of situation, uh, regardless if you're a parent or not, um, you know those those instincts and those fatherly or motherly, um, you know, human instincts will kick in. And uh, Lieutenant uh, Lozier, I you said no age restriction. I'm a little bit on more on the elderly side, but I would try the academy if if I could have. Uh, Trooper Archer, Trooper Cody, and an ambulance available at all all moments. <laughs> uh, we can see if we can accommodate that for yeah. you. <laughs> okay. uh, so, That's good, Brad. Uh, Trooper Archer and and Trooper Cody. Well, all of you. Um, I'll start with with you, Trooper Archer. We only have a a few minutes, but how do you keep physically fit? Is is that you're, you're in your cruiser a lot, but do you also get time to do that? Yeah, I, I like going to the gym, and like you and I discussed, uh, Vermonter over here myself. So um, skiing, you know, mountain biking, I like to do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, terrific. Same with same with you, Trooper Cody? Yes, yep. I'm a um, big outdoorsman, if you will, and mountain biking is a passion of mine, and uh you know, on a day to day, especially in the wintertime, you know, I just, I go for a run. So anybody that lives on uh, Bartlett Hill in Cambridge can attest. They'll see my, me and my dog out running uh, occasionally. So that's awesome. So from all of us at WDV and our listening audience, we want to just congratulate both of you and thank you for being on the show. It's uh, trooper Michelle Archer, Keith Cody. Uh, they're heroes in state uh, police uniforms and uh, they make a difference in all of our lives and, and we thank you for that. Yeah, well, thank you. They, yeah, thank you, Brad. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, this is Brad Furlan, Vermont Viewpoint, WDEV. We'll be back right after this. Mm-hmm.